0: Welcome to A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Here's your host Hans Christian Wittinghus. Hello guys and girls and welcome back to another episode of A Year on Tour with Wittinghus. Today is just a short update here from the Hilo Open, a Super 300 event in Germany. I played and lost my first round match against World Championship silver medalist Kundalbot Vittatan yesterday, so I'll try to break down that match for all of you. And safe to say, it was a real painful loss. Before we get into that, I just want to thank my two newest patrons, Josh and Connor. Welcome to the Patreon community, and thanks so much for your support. All of my 44 patrons are the reason why this podcast keeps going. You all give me so much motivation, so I just want to make sure you all know that. If there's anyone else who wants to join the community and get all the benefits that follows along with it, go to patreon.com slash check out the possibilities and how easy it is to sign up. I promise you, it won't take long and it makes a huge difference for me. Now, let's get into the match here at Hilo Open. So, as I said, I played Kunle with Witzstein. I think he's ranked 10 in the world at the moment. I made the final of the world championships in Japan back in August, where he lost to Victor Axelsen. So obviously a very, very good player. I played in my own eyes a very good match uh, in the first two games. Lost it completely in the uh, in the final one, but uh, yeah, let's just take it from the start. Like, I think we had a real, real good plan uh, me and my coach Kenneth. Kenneth was also coaching against him last week at the French Open when Rasmus Gemke beat him in a long tough three set game. So I think we had a very good plan and actually that was in the start of the match some of it actually frustrated me a bit because I felt like on court that I could see everything happening. I felt like I knew his, his moves basically all the time but I, I really couldn't exploit it like his quality was good and yeah, I just I was thinking too much about what I knew was going to happen and, and what I was expecting and I just didn't really exploit it in any way. So I was I was a little bit frustrated about that and was also down I think 117 at the uh, the first interval. But Kenneth told me that I just needed to like loosen up, just play my own game, not think so much about the tactics, but trust that if I began just playing and not thinking so much all these tactical things would start then coming into play and i would get the chances to also exploit so i just needed to loosen up not think so much and play a little bit more on my intuition and then all the things we knew i would be able to to exploit and as soon as he said that and i loosened up a bit he was yeah he was completely right it completely changes the game. I changed the game and I uh, I came back and caught up with him. I think at 15 all and I really played some amazing badminton from uh, from that point on at the interval in the the first game. So yeah, I ended up winning the first game 21-18. Played yeah, amazing in the end, few mistakes, high pace and uh, very uh, actually very strict tactical uh, uh, choices uh, all the time especially on the front of the court didn't give away any easy points for uh, for Kunlevut. And one of the key things actually against him was that I couldn't be very aggressive, especially from the back. Kunlevut is very, very good in the counter attacking phase. So if you attack with pace all the time, it actually makes him better and better. So I was trying to be very calm from the back and wait for my chances and not give him any, give him anything anything basically try to let him create his own points all the time because he's actually not playing at an extremely high pace of course it's not slow either but considering he's a top 10 guy in the world he's not playing extremely fast he's waiting for his opponent to to be aggressive play fast and then he uh, he counterattacks from that but yeah i did well in that first game to to wait for my chances started off the second game as well amazingly got off to a 5-0 start where everything was just working for me had an 11-6 lead i think at the interval and then at this interval i think he actually changed a few things he came out of that interval trying to play at a much higher pace be a bit more aggressive so he went a little bit away from his usual playing style and i don't think i handled that the way i should have uh, instead of seeing it as like a desperate move from him i actually reacted in the way where i then tried to take away the initiative from him so i became a little bit too aggressive because i didn't want him i didn't want him to actually control the rallies uh, but i should have just let him do that because that's not his uh his strongest uh, side and not my defense is also very good Uh, so i'm actually also quite dangerous in the in the counter-attacking situations so i should have just let him come a little bit more but instead i tried to take away the initiative from him and that turned out that made me uh, turn into like being a bit too aggressive and from there his level just raised and raised because i didn't really find a way to to win the points from there i couldn't kill the shuttle put it on the floor because i was yeah again being a bit too aggressive bidding hitting a bit too much with the pace i still i still had a a lead for a few points and i was leading also 15-9 but from that point on i just couldn't score any points and he kept getting anything back and yeah he caught up at 15 all and i lost that match uh, that game 21-16 so after a 15-9 lead losing 21-16 because i make a small tactical wrong a adjustment is obviously very very tough to swallow and in the situation it was even tougher to deal with uh, i was uh, i lost a lot of confidence from from that um, that period of play from 159 to to 2116 and he loosened up a bit as well i started second guessing everything because i at the time even though i now can sit here and see what went wrong at the time i was confused and yeah i was second guessing everything i did as i was trying to to find an uh, explanation or a, a way to, to change the uh, the result so third third game was uh, yeah just horrible cuz i wasn't feeling confident in any way i was uh, i was making tons of mistakes because all of the time i was thinking i had to do some something and then in the final final moment i would change my mind because I, I got in doubt so yeah final game i lost i think 21-6 that was definitely not very good so yeah definitely a tough loss to deal with it's no secret that when you win the first game and you lead 59 in the second you uh, you have a very good chance of winning and beating a uh, top player like him would have been great for me it's another missed chance as well to try and, and gain some ranking points which i really need so just in every way, it was uh, yeah, it was quite tough mentally yesterday to accept that uh, I didn't wrap up uh, this game, but also credit to him for staying in the match, trying to change something, and uh, yeah, he, he found a way back. But yeah, I'm, I'm not too happy with uh, how I handled that end of the second game and, and third game yesterday. But yeah, it is what it is. The last chance for me now this year to gain some ranking points will be at an international challenge event in Ireland, Irish Open in two weeks from now. Even if I win that one though, I will be out of top 32 when we come to January for sure. And top 32 is of course important because the big event has 32 entrants. So that is my guarantee for being invited for the big events. Perhaps there is still a chance I get into all the January events in Malaysia, India, Indonesia. Um, which are super 1000 super 750 and super 500 i don't know if i will get in i don't know if i will pay play all three of them Uh, but it's the december ranking that counts for for entrance into those so maybe i have a chance to get into those and and score some ranking points there if i don't get into those i will have to play some of the smaller tournaments uh, next year and to try and get access to the bigger ones again so i'm definitely (laughs) Under a lot of pressure in terms of getting access to to the events i want to play but i know there's like no point in being too negative but i would lie if i said that it's not tough mentally to be at risk of not being able to enter the big events next year for what what is supposed to be my final year on tour especially the all england next year i would really really like to have just one final shot there but We'll see how it goes on the positive side from these weeks. I played some really good badminton for both Denmark French and Hilo Open. I've shown I can compete with the guys in top 10, so there's no doubt the level is there, but I need to find a way to stay consistent for the full matches and actually get some wins. It doesn't give any ranking points to be close or play well. You need to actually win the matches. And the only way I know to try and get back to winning ways is work hard, keep fighting and hopefully I'll start with winning some matches at Irish Open to get a bit of confidence as well. And then we'll see if I can get into the uh, January tournaments. That's all I can do and what I can control. So yeah, that's just what I'm going to try. Work hard, keep fighting, and hopefully win a few matches in Ireland. I'm not giving up, that's for sure right guys and girls i think that will be it for today so all that's left for me to say is just thanks so much for listening everyone i really appreciate the support from every single one of you bye thank you for listening to a year on tour with Vittinghus. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, share and leave a comment in iTunes or your preferred podcast app.